Rightio, right up until 7 o'clock, we're going to be talking about uh, entrepreneurialism or uh, side hustles, starting a business. If you've got an idea, what do you do? And the perfect person to talk to us uh, is Robert Hollis. He joins me now. He was ranked by LinkedIn as one of the top three most influential New Zealanders. He was named in Metro Magazine's top 10 innovators of the year. And he was also an ex-professional snowboarder who was ranked number one in New Zealand. He also received a silver medal at the Snowboard World Finals in the USA. Uh, Robert, he joins me now um, from San Fran. Uh, good evening, good morning. Not sure what it is where you are. Only four hours ahead, so just enough time for a quick whiskey. How are you, mate? <laughs> well, I'm very good, and I wish I was actually joining you with a whiskey. Maybe one of my producers can pour me one and I can join you. Hey, thank you so much for, for joining me. Um, for, the, for those who don't know your story, could you just maybe tell us um, a bit about yourself and, and what you do and how you got to where you are? Yeah, for sure. Um, in a nutshell, I'm Whanau's from Ngātipurau, East Coast, Gisborne. Grew up on a farm in Daigaville till I was four, Fiji till I was eight, and then um, Aranui Christchurch. Failed high school, couldn't get into university, transitioned to sport, um, probably you know, at some pretty high levels, and then transitioned to business um, and built it and uh, exited a couple of companies, including a, um, a creative content media agency, which I exited to Saatchi and Saatchi, and then uh, built out New Zealand's uh, biggest network of uh, commercial real estate for tech startups um, in, in the small business ecosystem. So very passionate about New Zealand, very passionate about small business, entrepreneurship, and, um, you know, it, the, in my head, it's pretty simple. It's I've just got a simple saying of, you know, New Zealand wins when New Zealanders win. So if I've got a, a you know, in a position to do it, then I should do it, and that's what I do. So, 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 <laughs> you, so now I'm based between San Fran and the States, uh, San Fran and New Zealand for the last tw uh, 20 years now. Okay, so, you, so you're a tech guy, and you're based in, what, Silicon Valley? Is that, is that what it's called? Just up the street, yeah, yeah, just up the road. It's all in the in the Bay Area, but basically all of the big tech companies are in San Fran, and then um, through snowboarding was obviously up in uh, up in Tahoe, so I've um, yeah, been back and forth for almost 20 years now. And what's the project you're working on at the moment? I'm working with the cleantech energy business based out of Davis um, that Bill Gates um, funded for their Series A. And essentially it turns um, municipal waste and household rubbish into um, into hydrogen. So essentially with zero emissions. So in a nutshell, one of the ideas is how do we, how could we create you know, New Zealand to be the world's first zero waste nation. So it's one of the projects I'm working on, looking at a fund and fingers and many pies, my friends, as you do when you're passionate about business and all sorts. But um no, it's, it's, it's been a crazy ride and good, but, you know, not bad from someone from, I don't know, who failed high school and couldn't get into uni. Yeah, I mean, you've got a pretty good story. It's a pretty Im impressive story. Have you yeah. always been entrepreneurial, always had that kind of business spirit? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was for sure. Like, I was, you know, when I was five years old, I was selling, like, paper planes and boats at the school. And when I was, you know, 10, I was biking down to the local golf golf course, jumping in the pond, stealing the balls, coming back the next day and selling them for 50 cents a pop. You know, I was that kid. So I kind of think of it like I, I had entrepreneurial, you know, tendons, not entrepreneurial tendencies. You know, it's like in the blood and so in the DNA. Um, and I've just I kind of always been that way. You know, I, I don't celebrate a win. I'm just always on to the next and I kind of, you know, just I, I want to create and build and, and move and go and do. And so for me, if I was born... You know, 20 years earlier, I probably definitely wouldn't have had the intersection of, I guess, success within media and technology. But 
you know, my parents had that lucky glass of wine that lucky night sometime in 1984 and <laughs> popped out in 1985 and here I am. So, um, it's, you know, it's been, it's, it's been a bit of a ride, that's for sure. Yeah, let, let's talk about how on earth you start a business because I, I would know I wouldn't know the first place to start, to be honest. So if I've got a great idea, what, what do I do? And, and yeah, we, how do I make it big? Well, but it's always it's always relative to the end goal, right? I think the best the the danger that um, I see most now um, is, you know, when I was fifteen or twenty, an entrepreneur was not cool. It was kind of looked and joked upon. It was not really taken seriously. And then all of a sudden, you know, tech came along, and then now everyone wants to drop out of whatever college, wear a hoodie, and think they're going to start a billion dollar unicorn company to go public in the states. And the reality is like. That doesn't happen. <laughs> so it's it's this danger of um, the bright lights, just like Las Vegas. You see the sprinkles and the stars and all the great stuff and the good stuff. But, you know, the reality is, you know, this sleepless light, nights, you're almost going broke. Like the, there's, it's such a, um emotional roller coaster the entire time that most people don't think of the full journey. They look at the glitz and the glam, but they don't see the, you know, the dark underbelly of the, the, the loneliness that it creates. So before anyone would start, I always kind of, because I get asked a lot, I, I say, look, Reverse engineer the end goal of what you're trying to do here. Is that you know I want to make a hundred grand a year, spend time with my kids, and have a boat and be able to you know you know coach my kids' soccer team. Like find that spot first, and then work back because you may not just because everyone else wants to build a billion dollar business, you may not need that. And then after you've got to that point, then it's just kind of understanding having a bit of a commercial vision for you know what you're trying to create, what product or service you're trying to build, looking at the current ecosystem and the landscape finding like a sweet spot that you think could you could convert into commerce and then kind of the big part is like having enough bravery to go after that thing the majority of people that i will meet that do it they they could be amazing but they don't believe in themselves right they don't think they can um they don't actually have the skill set or whatever it is to be able to, to create and do so it's kind of this intersection of this like formula of you know bravery plus commercial vision, you know, because if you just got bravery with no commercial vision, you're just kind of naive going to the wilderness about to get slaughtered by the market. But then if you've got amazing commercial vision, but no bravery, you're not actually going to go and execute anything because it would be the tall poppy syndrome or whatever it may be to yourself. So weirdly enough, to create a business is kind of external execution from what actually happens beforehand, which is, in my belief, is internal bravery, right? So I always think about what's the headspace of the leader and what they want to do and create. And then after you've got those two things of, you know, the bravery internally plus in a commercial vision that you feel you could execute with enough strategy externally, that's when you're in the money. And then you're off to the flipping races because, you know, your headspace is right. You've at least got a target of what you're going for. Um, but what I've seen a lot is a lot of people just think that they need to, um, you know, quit the job. I'm just going to create the startup and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if you're passionate about it, you know, you work nine to five, come on, hang with the sino, put them all down and do damage from nine to midnight every night. You can knock out another 15 hours a week, you know, and then transition across. So, you know, entrepreneurship isn't a thing which you can um, just say I am and go do. It's like a process and a journey for it, but it can be scary for someone if they haven't done it before.
If you've got any questions or if you're someone who wants to start up their own business or work for themselves, um, then feel free to flick me your um, your ideas or any questions that we've got for that you've got for Robert. Uh, for Robert, um, three nine two zero is the number, and I'll ask him. We can ask him on the line, or we maybe even call 0800 844 um, and you can ask him yourself. Um, I guess what I really liked about what you just said there is that the end goal doesn't. If you're starting up a business, the end goal doesn't have to be I want to be a billionaire. It can be simply I just want to be my my own boss I want to be you know comfortable with my family um, and not have to work for someone else it could be a simple goal like that yeah 100% but the problem is when people consume either your media or content or sound bites or whatever it is of all this kind of external flex stuff they think that's a win when the reality is you know I know plenty of people that make 30 40,000 a year that are happy as Larry and do their thing and that's that's all good too so you know, the reality is if you chase the wrong why to start with, like if you chase the way I think about it, it was the same way with snowboarding, right? If you're passionate about the thing, then all the other stuff is the byproduct. The commerce is the byproduct. The You know, the, the all the other stuff that comes with it, like in snowboarding was super similar. You know, I loved and have an ama- amazing passion for snowboarding. The byproduct was the travel and the money and the parties and the friends and the, all the cool stuff. Like that's the byproduct. People chase, if you chase the byproduct, you're stuffed. You're stuffed because the focus isn't on the passion, and sooner or later it gets exposed. Right, and the same thing in business. You chase the chase, chase the byproduct of, of of the end instead of the journey within, and sooner or later you just get smoked, or you know you just wake up one day and you've got a bunch of regret because you know I, I, I went through it myself. You know, like I thought when in my early twenties, my goal was I wanted to become a billionaire, buy the Oakland Raiders and win some Super Bowls. That's what like, I just, that was my thing, right? And then now, you know, as soon as I had kids, my perspective changed and I said, you know what? I think it's actually pretty cool that I can put my daughters down to bed every night. I think it's pretty cool I can decide to be wherever I want to be and, and, and have time and have options. So I didn't have a number in my head. What I had was um, this idea of options. So basically from now till I die, I want to have options and I want to have like all, as minimal least amount of regret as possible for losing time and then that's how i kind of have probably adjusted from you know 20s to 30s i'm 36 now but also from when you're being selfish by yourself without family and then all of a sudden you know got fun you got kids you got friends you, you think of time a bit differently so i'm probably just playing a bit of a different game too because i'm definitely not like most other <laughs> business crew if you do any digging into me but you know i think you're you're, you're totally right there lloyd in terms of the fact of you know if people got questions like they need to ask and there's not many open places where people can generally ask questions around you know just like just real talk to talk about business because it's, it's tough and it's tricky and you know especially over this last two years it's it's been insanely manic for so many people and there may not be many places they feel safe to talk to that actually relate but you know trust me everyone's been in the same boat it's it's whether you're on offense or defense and you've got a good circle around just try and go into execution mode to make it better if we're talking business dreams and how to bring them to fruition and joining me uh, from San Fran is Robert Hollis. Uh, he will talk about his new venture dial.org.nz in a second but I just want to um, get something from you uh, Robert about uh, I guess we're, I've just been in the UK and I, I thought I'd you know come back and I'd open a brewery and, and then have my own business and, and live the dream that way but um, I, I guess I was like I don't have enough money I have no idea how to make beer um, and then I thought I'll just come and host a radio show <laughs> so, so can we talk about people making excuses for not following uh, through with their ideas and, and how do you get over those hurdles 
so instantly, it's funny you say that, Lloyd, my brain, because the way I, I think is obviously probably maybe a bit left. As soon as you said that, the first thing that came to my head was like, oh, this is super simple. This is just like LBL, the, the brewery. And then in the corner, you set up a little studio, which you do your podcast and the community comes and watch the live shows in real time and you convert that community into customers to so the content that you create and to the product on site. So literally what you said, I just turned into a business just then because that's just how my brain thinks. Yeah, I need to talk to my <laughs> boss about that because that sounds pretty epic. <laughs> Yeah. It'll be it'll be it'll be oh, burr broadcasting like, and yeah, brewery. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's but it's the point, right? Like you, you always think about how you can re, like kind of reverse engineer the passion. There's always an interesting intersection of it, right? So, um, you know, like at the you know, I'm a big big fan. I collect whiskey. I've probably got you know, New Zealand's largest in office whiskey collection that I had, and I, I love playing golf and I love talking and interviewing stuff. And so, you know, my next one I was like, okay, well why don't I create something there? And so now I've, you know, on the, it's on the stealth in New Zealand, but I mean, I, mean, I don't, you know, there's probably not um, any of them listening, but, you know, I'm now basically doing a deal with the PGA Tour to do basically that, you know? So the way I think about things is kind of look at the vision, get strategic and, you know, commercially, like, visionistic with what you're trying to create and then work your way work your way back and sooner or later with enough kind of, um, you know, creative jurors, you can usually try and go for it. I guess yeah. I get uh, the excuses come from from you know in my brain being like, oh, this is a stupid thing to do. Oh, you don't know enough about it. Um, there must be so many different roadblocks like that that you hear from people, and how do you get over them? Yeah, the it's it's tough, right? Because in, entrepreneurship is extremely lonely. As much as it's communal and win and people and teams, you know, the top. It's like um, you know you, you watch the the, um, the Departed, and you know Jack Nicholson's got the line. He says, you know, heavy lies the crown. And it's so true. Like all that weight's on you. Everything's on you. So when you come to be able to plan and do it, it's more of an internal battle versus yourself to be able to like, you know, like get up enough courage to actually figure out the game plan. And and how I kind of like to think about things, especially now is, you know, I look at my circle around me and I take 20 people and I go, okay. And I, I, I rate them. I say, are you, are you adding, you know, fuel onto my fire of what I'm trying to build? Are you putting water on it? If you put water on it, you're minus one. And if you put gasoline on it, you're a plus one. And then I look at my circle and I look around and then, you know, think of, you know, if, if Lloyd Burr is surrounded by 20 people that are negative and toxic, saying you can't do it, saying you suck, saying, you know, not good enough, saying ideas crap, whatever it may be. And then you've got a bunch of weapons and you're plus 15 and it's like, yeah, man, this is epic. You should talk to this dude. Oh, that's great. Why don't you think about this design? Oh, hey, I know a thing. Like, you know, let's fast forward this thing out. Each of these micro little breadcrumbs of decisions, you escalate them, extrapolate it over, you know, one, two, three, five years, and it's pretty clear where you're going to get to. So as much as it's about you versus yourself to have the external, um, the internal bravery, the reality is you need to look around your circle. Like every single touch point of a human that you interact with is a plus one or minus one. It sounds ruthless and savage, but... That's the reality on it. You, you know, surround yourself with negativity and positivity, uh, you know, negativity and toxicity with humans that don't believe and don't back you, that don't have your back, and that either are jealous of you because they haven't got their own, you know, enough bravery to do their own thing. Of course, they're going to pull you down. So, you know, in my world, and you know, I've been extremely. This is one thing I'm very, very tough on with myself. Is cool. Are you putting water or gasoline on my fire? If not, stuff you next gassed onto the next like it's 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 ruthless but that's how you do and then when you add those two things up if someone's not fully fully confident to go but then they're surrounded by themselves with others that want to see them they want to see them win 
you'd be surprised at how much, you know, um, you know, more bravery or, or kind of better things can happen when you actually surround yourself with those that actually are genuinely supporting you. So, you know, you got to check your circle too because there's only so much you can do by yourself. Yeah, I mean, your mind sounds like a, a pretty uh, racing place to be, but I'm trying to simplify it here. So I've got self-belief in the middle. You've got to have a bit of self-belief, and then you surround yourself um, with some enablers who are going to put fuel on the fire, not water on the fire. That's how I've simplified it. <laughs> Is that right? Do, do, write, write down 20 people's names that are in your circle and give them a plus one or minus one. Okay. Do they add value to your life and positivity, or do they put negativity and toxicity on top of it? You'll have a score out of – you have a score – and then sense check that once a month. Just go on your go on your phone, set a reminder once a month, and you do it like a circle cred check. Find your number, track it, eliminate next. If you've just <laughs> joined me, I'm talking to. If you just joined me, I'm talking to Rebet Hollis. He's a um, an entrepreneur and a bit of a business entrepreneurial legend, to be honest, um, based on what I've heard from him so far. Uh, he's also behind Dial.org.nz. Now, can you tell me a bit about this? This is your your new your new idea. I would love to. Great plug. Well, it's not really a plug. It's a passion piece. I've just funded it myself to try and help half a million New Zealand businesses, right? So essentially dial.org.nz, it's a free small business warrant of fitness. That's it. You go online, take seven minutes, dial.org.nz, and you can go through, you know, your strategy, your people, the finances, operations, sales, brand marketing, kind of the, the, the kind of six main components of, of any successful business. And just get a score to find out what do you suck at, what needs help, what are you good at, where needs work, and go from there. It's like free, it's all automated, and it's done. You know, the reality is most startups, like New Zealand, it's got I think it's like five hundred and thirty thousand small businesses. Ninety-seven percent of all New Zealand companies are small businesses with under twenty staff. You know, and the majority of them, the survival rate after th um, after three years is insanely low. Like. These businesses die, <laughs> but it's the living, it's the living, breathing part of business. So for for me with Dial.org.nz, it was hey, how do we help educate and make aware all these different businesses to find their blind blind spots with where, and to try and make their businesses stronger and more resilient and get braver to come out of this thing. So you go to Dial.org.nz, you take a free seven minute test, it automatically emails you your um. Uh, or your results, and then a bunch of uh, links to a whole bunch of free resources, including like you know three months um, free business planning software, a whole bunch of other free resources, and that's it. So it's super simple How and easy. How is it free? I've like just funded it all because I just paid for it, dude. I just paid for it. You, <laughs> I just so, built it. So this is this is you. This is you being a philanthropist in a way. It's called being a good bastard, Lloyd. I'm just <laughs> doing this to help Kiwis. <laughs> Wicked. I mean, that's. I mean, it's a. It's, it's a really totally good idea. Free. It's a great idea. So 97% of businesses in New Zealand are small uh, to medium enterprises, um, and a, a, a large majority of them don't last more than, what, three years, did you say? Yeah, five, the, the drop-up, I mean, the survival rate at, at Kiwis, we want to try and raise yeah, the survival so rate from... That's what this is about. That's what dial.org.nz is about. And, you know, like the, we want to increase the economic value of, of SMEs. You know, at the moment, it's about 42%. Like, we want that to go to 50 We want, you know, we want to increase the amount of SMEs that are getting, like, VC capital and expanding offshore. We want to help more New Zealanders grow and build and do and be braver. But at a start point, they just need to know where they're at right now. And a lot of people don't because if you're a small business and there's not many people in your, in your company, you've got to do the marketing, the sales, the admin, the back end, the emails, the everything. 
And the reality is you can't be awesome at everything. I mean, I'm horrendous at system process and structures, but I'm good on creative and other stuff, right? So, you know, the, the goal with dial.org.nz is like a seven-minute free, totally free, small business, wine and fitness. Gives you a, a, a set with where you're at, what you do. It's automatically emails you all free resources with what you need. And we're at the, we're at the early stages now, and it's, you know, it's a, I guess I'm just passionate about more New Zealand businesses to win, right? Like I could have done it a million other ways but i said you know what stuff it let's just build it put it out there and you know it's funny i was listening before you and talking about the speed you know I, I think about speed boats and cruise ships talking about the one month for you know the government to do that in a nutshell you know a government's never going to be a startup a startup's never going to be as fast as an individual you know like corporate isn't fast as this as a, as a small the small um speed boat so one of the things i just always think about is you know what can you create and build yourself now to create momentum like I don't wait for anyone to give me the opportunity. I just create and go and, and do. Now, you know, whenever this come along for the journey, that's awesome. But, you know, I, I think with Dial.org.nz, it's just a – it's not even a startup, mate. This is It's like a – it's a fun venture with purpose, and I want to get it to 500,000 New Zealand small businesses. If you own a small business, you should go to Dial.org.nz, take a free seven-minute test, make your business better, and New Zealand gets better. Super simple, you know. Hey, Take up some efficiency, hey, get some more dollars in the door, hire more staff, and you're done. Hey, Robert, um, we're running out of time. We've got to go to uh, the break soon. But we've just had a message through from Amelia who says, Kia ora, how do I follow this mentor? So how do people follow you? For starters, I'm not a mentor. I'm a high school dropout that couldn't get into university. I'm just <laughs> loose and I just go for gold. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I, you can just post just robet.com, R-O-B-E-T-T.com, just my first name. I, I was fortunate enough to be named from my grandparents, uh, Ron and Betty. So Ron, Grandma, uh, Grandma Betty, combine it together, Robert, R-O-B-E-T-T, and then... Um, and then I'm just on, you know, on socials. I, I took a couple of months break off, and then I'm now I'm back again doing some stuff. But, awesome. You know, like oh, we've got to, we've got to go, mate. Thank you so much. I've really appreciated your time. That was uh, Robert Hollis, who's in San Fran, absolute legend, entrepreneur. That-